solemnly swear that I am up to no good. Bum, bum, ba, bum, 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 bum. Welcome to another episode. I'm Molly. And I'm Alex. And, and this, this is, is Mapping the, the Marauders. Marauders, presented by Potter Watch. Potter Watch. It's the Potter Watch. <laughs> Um, when we were young, you know? <laughs> when we were young. I can never break into that, like, just break it's out. Hard. It's hard. It's yeah. hard. It's hard. That doesn't song, look a thing like Jesus is he, what I... He doesn't look a thing like Jesus, but it... Mapping the Marauders. <laughs> <laughs> Mapping the Marauders like when you... <laughs> um, we're doing episode three... Season two, episode three. Season two, episode three. Another re-record. <laughs> Look, we're 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 working things out. You know, we don't like to call them re-records. We're we um are we we did a we did a rehearsal run. Yeah, and this is the is the final product. Exactly, it's the performance. Uh, you think after what? What did we say? Five years of doing this. Six? Well, we lost Fancy Zoom. That was yeah. really a setback for us. We yeah. had to learn new technology. But we're in person. Can't you tell? Listen, listen to this crisp audio. Um, but yeah, we're going to uh, take you through our thoughts on where the story is going. And if you don't mind me saying, I think it's about to get juicy. Mm. If I remember. <laughs> it's a little juicy. Yeah. It's spice. It's kind of sweet. I yeah, yeah. Um, but we start all black. Yes, we start off in all black, and we hear the sound. We hear a soft hoo, not hoot, 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 and then we hear the flapping of wings. And Mooney, we- give us flapping. Oh, that was a mistake on my part. <laughs> and... And you hear the flapping of wings, and then we start to open up. A thud. And we see (laughs) we're closing up on wings, flying of talons, letting go of newspapers. Titter, titter, whisper, whisper. It's a very, um, I will say, um, David Yates kind of newspaper opening. So we're trying to get the point across that we're zooming in on newspapers and just rumors and gossip and the news and before you hear you see what's on the paper you hear another one again that's the third one and then lily points to her newspaper (laughs) and she shows mary i think it is (laughs) yes and i think snape is there yeah mary and severus she's like speaking to the crew the main crew and she's like, see, see, it's happened again. Another attack. First, it was, um. Oh, first it was the inn cat, Mitzi. Mitzi has a name. Um, that, um, the cat was attacked. Second, it was, um, um, a centaur. Uh, you see, bite marks on the centaur but it it was it looks as if it was eaten and then third molly take it away and now the hogs had goats what could have happened to them aberforth takes very good 
care of them. I don't know. That's if a Lily, side. That was a Molly side. sidebar. I don't think Lily's saying all that. No, about she, just she just heard says, about the goats. The the big news on today's paper that everybody's saying again is that there was a mass slaughtering of the hogshead goats, which I think is a really good explanation of why Aberforth doesn't have any goats when we meet him in Harry's canon. <laughs> yes. So. I think we had to explain that away, and we just did it. Okay, great. I'm glad that we took it upon ourselves to write that wrong. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so this really gets the conversation going at the at the G table. Yeah, you know, we, we I it was a fun opening, but, it you know, at the end of the day, it was at our favorite place. It's, guys, yeah, you know where we are. <laughs> We're at the Great Hall. <laughs> Even the teachers are really interested. Like you, if you look up at the um, at the professor's table, you see like some eyes being made, some some over glasses glances, if you will. And do you know who is extra concerned? Oh, it's Alice Longbottom, for sure. Alice Portescue. So sorry. Yeah. Nay, Fortescue, Longbottom. Yes. <laughs> um, obviously, this is pre-Longbottom. We don't have any teen marriages. Um, kind of. I mean, well, pre-teen marriages. <laughs> so Alice um, sort of stomps over to, like, where Lily is. And she's a woman on a mission, let me tell you. She loves animals, very concerned, wants to, like... Basically put a task force together of who's going to figure out who's attacking these animals and how to stop them. Correct. And so she's, like, talking to the first years and some people around them. She's like, here's when our meeting's going to be. Um, does this time work for you? It's going to happen in Gryffindor. Be there or be square. Basically. Lily's very interested. Yeah, Lily's like, oh, yeah, I, I, that sounds... Um, Mary. Mary wants to go. Um... Um, somebody else wants to go, but we'll, we'll save that for a little bit later. Um, there are some not so nice Gryffindors at the table that aren't so excited about the task force. You also hear a little bit of whispering like, oh my gosh, another cause. (laughs) Um, oh yeah, what's this one, um, Fortescue? Kind of, you know, some taunting and teasing because, uh, Alice is a little bit of a, um, uh, what we would call a social justice warrior, but Lovingly call a cause girl. A cause girl. I was called this in middle school. And in college. And, and Alice is being called that now. Um, and, um, but Alice sort of like. She thrives on it. She thrives. She, she says the more people are against me, the more. The more they're talking about it. Right. Like, you know, uh, no news news is bad news for Alice, you know? And um, Lily is sort of going around and being like, after Alice sort of makes her way through the hall, she goes, are you interested in going, Seb? Are you going? Blah, blah, blah. And then she goes to James. And James is a little... um, Preoccupied. Preoccupied, as always, because someone's holding court at the Slytherin table again. And, and someone again is, is distracted. Is distracted. And James says, yeah, 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 I'll go. Of course. Anything you Anything say, Lily. Anything Lily says. He's like, yeah, I'll go, whatever. He thinks it's like a party or something. He did enjoy the last tea party he went to, so. Before they 
we leave the Great Hall, Remus uh, takes the newspaper that has now been left sitting in front of Lily and look is looking a little ashen. There's some sweat on that brow. Yeah. He's, he's looking unwell. He's unwell. And then we do a quick cut. Quick. Quick cut to a sweet, sweet boy, Remus Lupin, uh, knocking on his professor's door. We will recognize this door as the Defense Against the Dark Arts room. And our Classroom. new character, Jinx. Our new character, Jinx, our new professor. We're always trying to include him. <laughs> we love him. Anyway, so Jinx answers the door and um, he goes, oh, uh, you know. Remus. Remus. What are you doing? <laughs> uh, he's supposed to be young. Yeah, you know, he's a young, fine. he's it's a young fine. man. We're working on Oh, he's Irish. Remus, what you, what are you doing here? <laughs> what you doing here? <laughs> what you doing here, Remus? <laughs> and, uh... <laughs> Why would we do that to ourselves? <laughs> I mean, I feel, I feel good about it. <laughs> As you should. <laughs> um... And Remus is, he, like, is presenting the newspaper, and he's like, you told me that I could come to you if I felt like there was something wrong, and that I know that you're the Defense Against the Dark Arts teacher, but you said you knew a lot about magical creatures, and I just, he's, he's panicking. He's yeah. having a panic. He needs someone to confide in, and this is the first person that... Has basically been like, hey, I know what's going on. Because this is like what we alluded to in the last episode when Jinx like told Remus to stay after. Right. So I think if we're delving into the scene, most professors that talk to Remus just glance over it or they don't or they don't mention They're like it. not talking Yeah, about don't it. ask, don't tell kind of thing. But Jinx is the only professor that really like reached out to Remus and Said, embraces him. Embraces him, yeah. And says, like, I'm here to talk no matter what. Like, I know a lot about it. So when, so Jinx basically then is re- in response going to say, whoa, slow down. Well, and Remus is kind of worried that it's him. Yes. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Please explain that. Yeah. Like, he's like, is this me? Like, I, and he's like kind of rambling like that he might have had something happen when he was younger and that his dad, like, was very worried about like some yes, stuff that so had happened. Yes, so it's it's mostly because it's animal focused. Yeah, and there were some issues after Remus was first turned when they didn't have a good system that involved him um, wild turned attacking some neighborhood pets, and he's basically getting flashbacks to that, and he's like, I think. I'm doing this again. Yeah, and, like, Dumbledore's going to kick me out, so I can't tell him. Right, and and he's also, and he's, and so he's, he's, you know, Molly said, like, alluding to things that his dad did, he's like, well, you know, I, they, they tied me up in this way in the basement, and that way I couldn't hurt anybody, like, we should do that again, um, I think Jinx is going to be like, okay, well, I don't think that's necessary, and <laughs> I don't think it's you, so I think you can breathe. But he says, I, you know, I will do some research, but as of right now, I don't want you to be concerned about it. Like, he's like, I will look into it, but only to appease your right. anxiety. Because he's like, I've, you know, encountered werewolves and other creatures, but, like, I don't know that much about it. 
but he kind of alludes to like this like maybe like a meditation type of thing that he's gonna like look into right so he he says from my experience you it it's not helpful to look um to not trust your wolf like basically like you should embrace your wolf and you should um and the more you embrace it, the more the less you'll have to worry when you're turned. Yeah. Is basically That's his, like his understanding. His is his understanding and is his advice for the time being until he can um look at it more. But this kind of helps Remus. Yeah, it, it helps him to like he's I think he was ready to march into Dumbledore's office if Jinx didn't have good things to yeah. say. Because, you know, Remus is a good boy. He or, like, take matters into his own hands. Right. Like, he doesn't want to... He doesn't want to be hurting anybody, and he certainly doesn't want to risk being kicked out of school. Yeah, so Remus is starting to, like, leave the classroom. Like, good chat. Thanks a lot, Jinx. And then sees a familiar face coming down the hallway with some not-so-familiar faces. Want to elaborate that? Yeah, I think I'll explain what that means. (laughs) I'm sure you guys all know what I'm talking about. But Sirius is walking down the hall with his Slytherin friends, including our uh, Trix? No. Trinity? Trina. Trina. So Trina and some other of of the crew... Are with are there? Yeah. Serious. Mm-hmm. Then then what happens? So also, Sirius doesn't see Remus. Yeah. Yes. This is like Remus is basically walking out and sees them walking past. He's and, comfortable being a wallflower, right? Um, he's a wallflower with those wolves' ears perk. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> um, and so Sirius and, and they're talking, and he hears a familiar name come out of one of the other Slytherin boys' mouths. Yeah, they're talking about, um, uh, the, um, he says, I can't believe, um, you know, something along the lines of Snape is, and Snape is friends with her. Like, mm. what's all that about? You know, because they're, they've been sort of shitting on Snape. Right. And so, like, somebody's like, oh, yeah, and he's friends with that mudblood girl. And, um. And then Trina's like, yeah, and she's, like, doing, like, really well. Well, in classes. Considering everything. Right. And they're, and uh, Sirius is like, oh, well, she's, uh, uh, well, and then somebody. And she kind of throws it to Sirius. Right. And somebody else sort of, like, comments, oh, I bet Severus is helping, uh, helping her with all of, you know, with all of those classes. Um uh, and and Sirius is like, oh well, no, like she's in Gryffindor. Like I know her. She's actually I'm in all of my classes with her. She's yeah. actually, you know, she's cool. You guys are just being dumb. Yeah. And then they're like, whoa, Sirius. Like we're saying she's smart. Like why are you getting all defensive? right? Like don't get defensive. And then he kind of just like shrugs it off. Yeah, he shrugs it off, laughs it off, and and um and then he's sort of on. Un- he's very uncomfortable with the situation because if you remember last season. Sirius comes to Lily's defense and he really hates that part of his family, that prejudice. So he sort of says, um, uh, I'm going to actually head back to my dorm. You know, I'll see you guys. Um, I'll see, I'll catch you guys later. And and Trina's like, ooh, like you made uh, (laughs) Sirius, you made uh, Sirius mad or whatever. But as he's walking back toward the Gryffindor, um, 
sweets. Walks, like, just turns around. Just turns around, and there is Remus Lupin. He heard that whole conversation. And And Sirius is looking uh, shameful. Yeah, ashamed of himself. Pretty embarrassed. And Sirius just, when he sees him, just doesn't say anything, just keeps walking. And then Remus sort of, like, slowly catches pace with him. But, like, also isn't really saying anything at first. Right, just, at like, first. They're just waiting. Together, and then... Kind of looks over at him. And then, and then Sirius, I think, gets tired of it because he can feel yeah, it. Yeah, he feels it. And he goes, what? Um, and I think then Remus is like, so how's it working out for you? Yeah. Being friends with the Slytherins. Yeah. Um, and, and then I think that's when Sirius gets really defensive, like... Um, these are the people that my family know, like, blah, 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 and he's, like, and then I think Remus doesn't back down. I think this is the first time we're actually seeing Remus confront anything. Yeah, but I don't think he ever gets angry. He's more just, like, kind of, like, putting Sirius on his heels. He's just, like, well... What do you think? What do you think the impact has been? Like, well, maybe not that elevated, but like he's kind of like keeping right. it chill and serious. Is getting serious is becoming the James in this conversation for the first time, right? And I think um, uh, I think then Lupin said uh, Lupin says, "Well, like I think James has you know missed you." That's clear. Yeah. And um, Sirius says, Sirius is like, yeah, well, you know, he'll get over it. Like, he's a big boy. He'll get over it. Um, he's he'll got have, his new Quidditch Yeah, Quidditch he's got friend. his new Quidditch friends anyway. And then James is like, even though he didn't make the team. Sir- or Remus. Re- sorry, Remus is like, even though he's an alternate and he didn't make the team. And that's sh- news to Sirius. Stops him in his tracks. Yeah, because Sirius didn't know that. Sirius has he's been out of touch. Right. And so then Sirius is sort of like, wait, James didn't make the team. And Remus is like, well, he's been distracted. <laughs> Got him. Um, and so then they, they chat a little bit more, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, and, and like we said, Remus isn't, you know, fighting. He's just sort of laying out the facts. He's just saying out loud the things that Sirius is already thinking. Right. And I think he's doing a real solid for James. Oh, he's being certainly. A, he's being a good friend. Um, and so... Um, and I, I think he's being a good friend to Sirius. Well, because, like, somebody needed to call Sirius out. And James was not capable of doing that. <laughs> right. And who's going to listen to Peter? Well. <laughs> I mean, not... Not so, me. <laughs> I mean, maybe I, I would because um, I'm but a people pleaser. Peter's not saying but, anything. Right. Peter's not going to say anything. So... I think that does give Sirius some 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 good pause. Yeah, to think about his actions. So while Sirius is, you know, thinking about that, we we go to our first task force meeting. Yes, the meeting of the minds. <laughs> that's what we should call this episode. The meeting. Yes, the meeting. That's a good one. It was going to be called Alice's task force. No, I like the meeting of the minds. Um. Yes, so um, we she has gathered here today, her group, mostly, like, I think it's a lot of, I was going to say freshmen, like, first and second years, because, as you mentioned earlier, the rest of the Gryffindors are kind of used to this whole, like, we got to do something, like, rah, rah, rah. From Alice, but there are, her, her group of friends are there. Frank. 
Yes. Frank is right next to her. Frank is taking, taking minutes yes. at the meeting. And anytime she references like a newspaper article, he's right there to hand it to her. You know who's also there? Bertha Jorkins. Bertha Jorkins is, she's there. She's, she's got to be in everything. She's ready. F- yeah. She's ready for action. Um, and then, um, but we don't start out at the meeting. We actually start out with our, our th- four that are coming, walking in as they're walking in. Because James is like, I don't even remember. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> so, um... James is like, I don't even remember. Like, he's still grumbling. Where are he's we grumbling. going? Where, Where are we, we going? we going? I don't even remember signing up for this. Because they're, like, outside, I think. Right. And um, I know I said earlier that it's going to be in Gryffindor. But she posted on the bulletin board or whatever. It's outside. It's by it's by Hagrid's hut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they got to be with the animals. You okay. Know? <laughs> and so. We're worried about Fang, you know. <laughs> we're very worried. I don't know if Fang's alive yet. Oh, yeah. That'd be a long. That'd be a long life for that dog. I think he's a magical dog. Yeah. Somehow. Whatever. It doesn't matter. We're worried about the animals that are outside. (laughs) And so, and so James is like, I don't even know why, what we're doing here. And Lily's like, shh, I told you, you said that you were going to go and they're already late. (laughs) Just listen. Yeah. Listen to Alice. Uh, And so then Alice is sort of like giving them um, an eye. Yeah. An eye because James has been talking loud. And she probably doesn't like James already. Let's just be honest. Oh, you don't think so? No. I think James is obnoxious. Yes. But, like, not in, like, I hate you. It's just more like, come on. You're going to be disruptive. Right. Exactly. And and I know we're, like, characterizing James as very Ron-like right now, but it's obnoxious in a different way than Ron is. No, he's way more of, like, a prankster. Yeah, he's prankster and he's cocky and he's one of those ego people that are actually, can, like, put their money where their mouth is. Like, he's good at school and I've never thought of him like a Ron. Me either, but I just, in this instance, it sounded like a Ron-Hermione interaction and I wanted to explain the differences in his, like, obnoxiousness. Yeah, he's like a less likable Fred or George. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because um, he's a Fred or George with wealth. So, like, with privilege. So, yeah. like, imagine Fred or George, but with, like, financial privilege. Yeah. Um, so, Alice wants to, like, lay out the facts of what's been going on. Mm-hmm. Talk about the animals that have been attacked, if there's a pattern there, what the bite marks look like, and is trying to, like, field some ideas from, from everyone. Right. Does this seem like a group of an- a group of attackers? Is this a wizard? Is it a muggle animal? She's she's going yeah. through. She um, People so- are throwing out wild Yes, guesses. someone has thrown out a lion. Yeah. And Lily, and then they really get stuck on this idea that it's a lion for a while. Yeah. They're like, oh, it's a muggle animal. That's why we can't find it. That's why we can't track it. Lily helpfully raises her hand because she's a muggle-born, and she informs them that in this remote village in Scotland, lions are not um, native to this area. (laughs) But um, somebody brings up, like, just a regular wolf. Right. And then James, it really really spurs James's. He's inspired. He's inspired. He says, it's a werewolf. No basis. He he doesn't really have any evidence. <laughs> and everyone is very dismissive of this. Right. There in fact somebody says, well, maybe not a werewolf, but 
a vampire because they see like what was what was on the goats was like blood and they know that the teeth marks i think someone even says like uh, normally werewolves don't attack like animals animals like, like that yeah it's not and, and and they're like werewolves are known to move on so it's it's weird that these yeah. attacks have been going on since school started and they're all within this area it's sort of sloppy behavior yeah. and i think werewolves in general are kind of like a sensitive topic to a lot of people because it's probably something that like parents like warn their kids about and they're like oh you know it's like something that people know about and are like no it couldn't be that kind of thing because we already know all of these things about werewolves it's a little bit red scare or like you know or how people are about jewish people right now unfortunately you know like i'm not trying to like yeah no but it is but it's similar i think it's a taboo thing if you are a kind respectable person you don't it's not a good thing to sort of jump to it's a werewolf. You don't want to bring him up and it's like they're even worse. Like, or not even it's even worse. It's like that's not what we, that's not the lore that we are familiar with. Right, exactly. So I think Alice in particular wants to shut that down because she doesn't want her task force to be like an anti-werewolf brigade. Like that yeah. does not go within her. Um, um, yeah, but I think I think Frank uh, diverts it back to vampires. Yeah, Frank goes. I really think we should focus on on vampires. They're much more uh, they're much more likely to like uh, to hunt as uh, as trackers and as and game players. So they're yeah. they're more likely to stay in one place and uh, if they're bored, like create like a mist play games yeah. with their food. And they could ha- handle a centaur. Right. So the big issue that they're really stuck on is that the goats and the cat, that that's something that, you know, anyone could take down. But a centaur is a quite powerful and big creature and they're known to be in groups. Like they're right. pack animals. So they're really concerned with how someone was able to take out a full centaur. And also what taking out a full centaur would do to the um the forest like ecosystem, right? Yeah. Because centaurs, you know, we know from the OG series, they're uh, vindictive. Shit up. They're a vindictive bunch. Yeah, don't mess with their own. Um, yeah, I guess we'll put it. We'll put a pen in that. <laughs> Just thought of it. <laughs> I know, but you're right. Um, we kind of innocuously chose a centaur, and now we've we've made our bed, y'all. No, I think that's good. Anything that adds, you yeah, know, we've got some more spice. depth. We got some spice. So we finish up with our task force, and then we return to the Gryffindor common room, um, and James is returning back from this little charade of the task force. Yes. And it's kind of dark, and he comes through the portrait hole, and what does his wandering eyes see? Um, And so when he opens the portrait door, big... Red and gold. There's some confetti. Confetti come out, and you see um, uh, uh, Remus, Sirius, and Peter um, have shirts on that say "Our Favorite Alternate" (laughs) on it, and it's like Remus. I mean, Sirius has done this thing. Remus looks very like dejected. Like, Remus? Yeah. Or Peter? No, I think Remus is like, I don't know why I'm, like, getting this attention. Okay. Like, he's just like, 
He's like, I, I, I wanted to be in the background of this. Right. He was like, I would, if you had asked me, if I hadn't caused this directly, then I wouldn't have participated is really his vibe. Yeah, which he's is like, accurate. Yeah. He's like, um, I guess I must participate because I was the one that told you to be a better friend. But this is not what I yeah. thought you had in mind. But anyway, he's being a good sport. Yes. And it says our favorite alternate. And James isn't saying anything. James isn't saying anything. He's beat red. Everyone else who's coming back from the meeting is like, what What's is happening? Kind of ignoring it. Kind of ignoring it. Dorcas is is like, oh, look, you've got a fan club. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Dorcas is like, ooh. Um, and um, and then I think James, um, and then I think Rima, uh, oh, oh, no, Sirius says, wow. Brave Alex. And then I think Sirius says, I'm trying to say I'm sorry. And, and could you read from the notes, please, what happens next? And then, um, James jumps, like, runs and leaps onto Sirius until they fall on the ground. And then we have on our notes, have a sweet snuggle cuddle puddle. Because, <laughs> because that's what happens, okay? Because then Peter, like, awkwardly tries to yeah. jump in and... Uh, Remus gives, like, a little pat. pat. It's, like, <laughs> like, a shy smile and a pat on top yeah. of the puddle. And then Sirius reaches down and uh, brings him into the... The pile. Yeah. And they're all best friends again. Yeah. The, the end. The the end of that episode. Of the whole series, and they all live happily ever after. Yep, that's it. Um, great. Well, thank you for going on that journey with us. And this episode is now officially called... Meeting of the Minds. Meeting of the Minds. Meeting of the Minds. And we'll be coming back next week with... Episode four. Let us know your thoughts on what you think. And we're trying to do more of a mystery this season. So yeah. we would love to hear your thoughts and predictions and such as we uh, as we go through. As always, you can leave a five-star review and talk to us that way. Say or, who killed the goats, you know, mm -hmm. in your review. <laughs> or you could say um, Potter. Um, you could email us at potterwatchpodcast at uh, gmail.com. Mm -hmm. Or follow us on Instagram and talk to us that way. Or follow us on Facebook and talk to us that way. We're in a lot of places, guys. You, We're you can everywhere. All right. Well, in the meantime, stay magical. Charmed, I'm sure. Mischief managed. Bum, bum, ba, bum, 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 bum.